Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you are with me on another episode of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. I've got a brand new friend with me, Jeanette Stamen, who is an incredible artist and i got a great, great story of what God is doing in and through uh, her art and her life. Jeanette, thank you so much for being on with me today. So I'm, I'm great to be here. I'm Jeanette. I'm from Okotoks, Alberta. I'm a wife and mother of two kids who are young adults now. And I'm an artist, love creating. I have a studio just outside uh, my back house. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's been a real blessing. It was actually it took four years to build. We just kind of went step by step on it. We did, we poured the foundation and then we did the walls the year after. Oh, wow. And, and so it's a really beautiful space. My husband has half of it. Half of it is uh, his garage and the other half is is my studio where I paint. So yeah, he has a place that's his workshop and garage and I have a place to paint. Yeah. So it's not a true she shed and it's not a true he shed. It's kind of a he, she shed. (laughs) Say say, say that three times fast. Absolutely. Our son is 18. So I can, I can relate to you about having young adult kids. It's like we're in that time of life of trying to figure out what's next with him. And then, that's a, that's a lot to, to manage right there, especially when you're trying to do your art and all of that. It can be overwhelming sometimes, can't it? It can, but they're really good. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're actually like my daughter. My son is 22, so he's just left home. So they're a little older now. I'm actually got free time now and my daughter is 25. So yeah, and I've just enjoyed being a mom. I, I enjoyed that that whole space time, but um, I do have free time now. So it's really good. Talk about that, you know, that balance over the years with having kids and, and being an artist because so many of us have, you know, had to balance that over the years. I, for the last, you know, 12 years or so, I had an art gallery and successful art business here in Asheville, North Carolina and Cameron's growing up through school and doing karate and boy scouts and all that kind of stuff. And we're having to balance shows and, and production work and working on the weekends and all that. How, how has that been for you? And and how's that balance been for, for you as an artist? You know, my husband has been so supportive because I, as a mom, I've pretty much been a stay at home mom. I did teach um, art classes for a while, right out of my home before we had the studio in the basement and um, I taught art classes under another beautiful lady. Um, she had an art reach studio, but a lot of the times I was mostly at home with my kids. Mm. And so when they were at school was my time of creating. So yeah. I would be in the studio. And so um, there, there was, I felt there was a good balance because while they were at school, I'd be in the studio and then I, I, you know, I would be at, I would be in the house, you know, for meal times, and I'd be able to spend time with them. And yeah. so it, it worked well, like when I could, I would, I would be creating and yeah. I know for, for me and, and my wife as well, you know, 
during this last season of our life, intentionality has always been a big word. Like if we're if we're going to do something, it's got to be on the calendar. It's got to be intentional. We got to make sure that that we really give it priority and, and choosing those priorities, you know, with your art, with your family, whatever, because otherwise the time just slips away for for all of us. So, yeah, it really does. Did you grow up in a, in a creative home as, as an artist or with an artist or uh, when did all that begin to emerge in your life? Um, I remember really liking art when I was young, like in school, um, the younger years, I remember, um, really like liking to create, I think grade seven came along and, um, I got some bad grades in art. So I just thought that I'm, I'm not creative anymore. So I, I put it down. I, I stopped creating. Um, and then throughout my, uh, teenage years, I went through, cause I wasn't a Christian. I didn't mm. grow up in a Christian background. Um, I went through a really sort of heavy, dark period, uh, through my teen years up until my kids were small, like three months and two years old. Yeah. And I mean, life is pretty heavy and pretty dark. And I lived in this small town with my husband and he was away for work cause he was a home builder. So but he was away at the time and my son was sick. And so was my daughter actually, but my son had epilepsy. Wow. So there there was a lot on my plate as a young mom. And because I said, I kind of went through this, um, I think my teen years and stuff just with so much darkness and so much oppression, so much heaviness. Yeah. And um, I actually cried out to God uh, when I like when in that in that home where we lived in, in this small town. And I said, if you're real God, you have to show yourself to me. Like I need yeah. to know if you're real. And I was so, <laughs> so angry. Um, and I just, I heard, I heard him say, um, Jeanette, like you need to draw, like it, it was just like an inner voice that wow. he just spoke to me over a couple of days. And yeah. And so it was like, I so knew the enemy was real, right. That God had to be real. So that's really why I was crying out to him. And so when he said, Jeanette, you need to draw, I thought, wow, like I haven't, I haven't created in so long. And and so I found myself going out to pick up some pencils and just some paper. And I began to sketch. So pencil drawings and they were, um, usually whatever I was drawn to, I would sketch. I remember sketching like an owl, really detailed owl in pencil. Yeah. And um, I remember sketching like an old, an old man's face and, and just some, just some stuff like that. But whenever I, and whenever I was creating, it was just really peaceful. Yeah. So it was like this gift that he'd given me. Um, and I didn't know Jesus at the time, but I had, I, I knew God was speaking to me. So uh, it was like a gift, this creativity. And it's it so beautiful, though, that that God, you know, so many times I think we make coming to the Lord in a relationship with God, you know, so transactional of, you know, I heard a message and then I got saved and all this. And I'm like, that happens for a lot of people. And that's praise God, you know. But I love the fact that in your story that that God was not nervous about where you were and, and that he chose to spoke speak to you in the context of your unique design and the gifting that he gave you, knowing that when he would breathe his life into that, that something inside of you would begin to resonate, that desire would begin to come up in your heart and that 
you would be drawn to him. I mean, I think if that's not the way that an artist <laughs> would would do it, I don't know what is, right? I mean, I, I just really struck by that. Yeah, you know, I think it was, it's such an amazing story how he met me and then, you know, calling me to create, right? And yet not quite meeting Jesus yet, um, but after I had cried out to him and he gave me that said, Jeanette, you need to draw, yeah. you know, and I, I picked up my pencils. Uh, we had a couple moves in between, in between that time, we moved to a small town and, um, there was a lady there that brought me cookies and she was a pastor's wife. And I was just really met by the kindness of God. I felt like God was warming up my heart. Mm. And we moved, we moved one more time to, then we moved to um, Okotoks here. And uh, I saw an ad in the paper and it said, you can, you can paint this brown mountain scene. And it was beautiful. Like it was this really detailed mountain scene. And so, you know, I said to my husband, I would love to be able to paint with color. Because up until that time, I was just sketching with pencil. And so I was really drawn to the painting part. So we went to her studio. And as soon as I walked into her studio, I saw, you know, just beautiful art on her walls. And, uh, and so I signed up for her art classes. And, and she taught me oil painting and wow. the mountain scenes. Um, but I also gave my life to Christ in her studio. Wow. So, yeah, so there was a, just a, she had asked me she taught uh, kids classes and she had asked me to come and sit in on her watercolor class. Right. And so she said, you know, Jeanette, you'll probably gain some insight. I've never done watercolor before. So I went to um, her studio and, you know, and none of the kids showed up, but me. So I was sitting at the table <laughs> and Coralie divine was appointment, there. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was a total divine appointment. Coralie was there and she, you know, she was working on painting, waiting for the kids to show up. They never showed up, but I was there. And so I sat at the table with her. And because I had so much heaviness, there was so much darkness, um, just so much oppression. I, I didn't have anybody to share that with. Yeah. And she looked at me and she said, you know, tell me about your life. Like what's going on? With, what's going on with you? And I remember sitting there and going, oh my goodness. I just, it felt like for the first time there was someone that was there to listen. So I just began to kind of spew um, sort of things that I kind of walked through and stuff and shared them with her. And then she just looked at me and she said, well, I think you need Jesus. And so I said to her, I said, I'll take your Jesus. (laughs) So she so she I'll take whatever you got at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'll right take whatever. Now. And that's exactly what it was. I was so I was so broken at that time and so like so heavy. Like I had, yeah, all kinds of, you know, just dark demonic things. So she's like, and I think she could sense it, right? She's yeah. like, yeah. And so I said, I will take your Jesus. So she led me through a prayer. And yeah, I I gave my life to Jesus in her art studio. And she happened to be a pastor's wife. Wow. So then she, she invited me to her church um, after that. And so I ended up going to her church and just had yeah powerful encounter yeah, with God. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I just love it. How beautifully God sets this up. <laughs> you know, I know it's always so beautiful if, if we're listening and, and I think just, you know, for all of us that have friends or people in our life that are, that don't know him yet or whatever, it's just a simple invitation sometimes. I mean, I, I'm thinking about yesterday, we went, 
you know, we work at home and we're close to home. My studio is right here close to the house. So yeah. we like to go out to lunch sometimes. So my wife and I were drove over to the local sandwich shop and uh, we were the only ones in there. And as soon as we walked in, we know the lady that runs the place. She was back behind the counter. And I just immediately saw her in a mine, like with a, a pickaxe or whatever. Wow. And so I'm like, hmm, okay, you know, whatever. And so um, I'm just sitting there and I'm, I'm talking to her or whatever. We're eating our lunch. And, and the Lord says to me, he says, tell her that she's closer to the gold than she thinks she is. And I said, okay. So I, I got up afterwards and told her that. And as soon as I said, you know, cause you know, the prophetic and this, like your friend did, you know, it's a risk. You don't know if the person is going to say I'm, you're crazy or, or I know. Yeah, exactly. But I said this to this woman, I said, I, I said, you know, sometimes God shows me things for people. And I just would offer this to you, you know, um, you know, I, I saw you in a mine with a pickaxe. Does that make sense? Immediately the, the waterworks, you know, all of this. I know that God just spoke to her. I just think it's, it really is just the simplicity of obedience, isn't it? To just step out and, and do what the Lord's saying at the time. Absolutely. I think that, yeah, it's so profound and that obedience, what it, what it does for a person, right. Yeah. Just brings free, brings God's freedom in his heart. And it's just such a beautiful thing. Like that's so awesome. So, so fast forward from that, you know, so you love Jesus, you're starting to walk with him. You're starting evidently to feel this, maybe this connection between your walk with the Lord and your art. I mean, how did that begin to blossom? Because I know for you, what we now call prophetic art, creating with the Holy Spirit and helping others in that, in that process that really has become the mainstay of a, a big part of what you do creatively now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when, when, when I was uh, being taught by Coralie in her studio, I would, um, I began to create on my own pieces because she gave me really valuable skill. Right. So I could, I could paint things on my own. And I was really, I just began to paint things that I was drawn to, but I remember painting one of the first paintings I, I painted on my own was this abandoned building. It was just an empty building and, you know, I was drawn to it and I painted it. And after that, God sort of spoke to me in a dream and, and he showed me the building and he said, you know, Jeanette, your paintings are important. And this is you, this is actually, this is, this is you, but I'm going to bring restoration and, mm. uh, and healing to your life. Um, but he was speaking to me through the art. And so, and I wasn't aware of it until he showed me sort of in a dream that, you know, the paintings I'm, I'm kind of talking to you through them. Yeah. And so I, it was like, when I started it, I didn't know I was painting prophetic until right. he, until he kind of highlighted it to me, but then it just became, it just became so natural. So I would paint something and then he would just draw me in and I, I would, um, he would reveal himself to me through what I was creating. So then I would kind of search out the scripture of what I was painting yeah. and yeah. And he began to just reveal himself to me. So it was really, really um, powerful how he used the art in my life and, um, and it carries so many different uh, facets of who he is and his nature yeah. and just, yeah. And his, and it brought so much healing and, and restoration to me. Um, it's still profound of how he uses it to speak to me to this day. Right. So, yeah. 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 Cause I think, you know, so many times we as artists want our work to influence others and I, and I, I'm sure the Lord's like, yeah, that's awesome. But I'm also working on you, my friend, you know, I'm also exactly. speaking to you as you're creating. Right. And that, that's the case for all of us. So. 
Yeah, exactly. And I know it's so unique, our, our journeys, right. But it, it was so profound to me that he was, um, you know, when he had said to me kind of like restoration, this is God's love story, but it kind of came through this tool of creating and, uh, um, just painting, you know, pictures that he was highlighting to me. And I do like to use reference photos. So oftentimes I save references mm-hmm. and then just whatever he's highlighting, kind of what he's on, I'll paint it. Yeah. But again, then he, he usually reveals something um, to it for me, but it's like the gift that keeps giving because it, then it speaks to someone else out there. So yeah. I think it's, it's just a beautiful how he, how he uses that and how his presence is in it. Yeah. So, you know, usually when the Lord does something, you know, to you, he wants to do it through you. And so how is that sort of supernatural encounter that you're having with him? How is that beginning to happen with people that are, that you're teaching and that are seeing your work and purchasing your work and, and that sort of thing? What's that like for you? Well, it's so, I think it's always so profound because I, you know, I have so many little testimonies where someone said, you know, this painting of yours really, really ministered to me. And I always think it's so cool how he's so personal with the paintings. Like he could have said one thing to me, but then he uses the painting and it has such a personal and, um, such a personal message to the person. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's so amazing. Like I had this, this one woman who, um, at one of, one of the shows I was at, she felt like God wanted her to come to my table. And I had this, this painting of a girl twirling, um, in a garden. Um, and she said to me, she said, as soon as she picked it up, she said, you know, I had a miscarriage and, Mm. and I feel like God said that this is, this is my daughter. This is a tangible picture of her and that she's with him and she's free and she's twirling in the garden and it's, it's so touching, right? Because how he used it to speak to her, um, a little different story, how he used it to speak yep. to me, but that's so how, that's how vast he is yep. when he uses something that we create with him and then it's got his presence on it. So then he's just touching people, um, where they're at and he knows what they need. So, um, but there's like such, like such special stories of just healing and his tangible pre- presence, touching people. Yeah. When you go into a piece, um, are you creating intentionally? Uh, I'm going to paint this because it has. This, I feel this message, that sort of thing. Or are you approaching it more intuitively and you just kind of let it go where it's going to go? And and uh, you know, for me, and I'm you know obviously very different creatively doing you know woven sculpture and that sort of thing. And then I do cold wax paintings and yeah, you know, just abstract work and that sort of thing. But I kind of love the intuitive process. And so I'm just always like, I'm just in, just trying to, to, to flow with it. But I know some people, and it can be difficult for them. They go in and say, you know, I'm going to create this with this intention and this message. And sometimes it can be a little difficult if, if the people that are viewing that or, or purchasing that don't see it quite the way you do. But it seems like you're really able to embrace that mystery and, and the supernatural fun of, of letting people interpret it however they want to. Yeah. You know, I always like, sometimes I share the message that I feel that God's given me with the art, but I yeah. know it's, I know he's so vast with it. So I know that he, that, that it just goes beyond um, what he's speaking to me. And when, when I approach a piece of art, um, sometimes I will approach it with knowing what he's, what he's laying on my heart, but sometimes, you know, it's, um, 
it comes after the fact, like I'm, I, you know, I've, I see a reference photo that I'm really inspired by and I just have to paint that. But then I, it changes as I go. Like, yeah. you know, I, it's like, I feel as little promptings, like to add something, change the background. And, mm. um, and, and really when I paint, it's such, um, it's such a, it's, it's, it's such a freeing place. I don't know how to describe it, but when I'm painting, it's, I feel like I'm just almost just worshiping him back. Yeah. I don't yeah. really have to, I, I'm not so much thinking about what I'm creating. Um, some people ask me, well, is there anything going on in your mind as you're creating these paintings? And lots of times it's just like, no, I just like, I'm just painting and I get lost in time. And it's almost yeah. like, I feel like it's just like worship back to him. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know in that place, he, he lives and moves and has his being in and through yeah. the things that we're, we're doing. And I, I just love that. You know, Jeanette, I, one of my passions is is really helping people get free, you know, and just live out of that place of healthy identity. You and I both walk through a lot of junk in our life. Yeah. Jesus is, is set us free. I, I just can't help but think that there are artists right now listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube. They just think, oh, my gosh, how did I end up to this? I don't even know what this is, but this woman's telling my story. I'm in that dark place, too. I'm feeling that that heaviness. I don't know where to turn. I'm trying to use my art. I feel better when I do my art, but I don't know what that means. And, you know, they're just in that place of struggle that, that you were, what would you say to them? If you were sitting across the the table, just like Coralie was with you, what would you say to encourage them today? Well, I would encourage them to continue to create and, you know, create with them knowing they're um, that he's with them because as they do, and as he reveals his goodness to us, that's how he heals our heart. Cause I, you know, that's um, like, you know, as I created, you know, even I felt like I was creating as I was creating, he was showing me how much he loved me and just my identity in him through creating and just allow um, Holy spirit to come and minister to you um, through what you create um, and how he does, how he does that is so unique because he knows where we're at and he knows what we need. So God will always give us what we need. So when we're creating, he knows, he knows how to minister to us. And I think that's, it's just a beautiful gift. Right. And yeah. yeah. And then it's a gift to others. It's how he uses it. It He blesses people. Yeah. Well, this is the kingdom, right? We've been transformed to help lead others into transformation. And uh, I love that you're, you're doing it not only through your life, but through your teaching and through your art. And so Thank you for sharing your story today. I know folks are going to want to get in touch with you and find out about what you're doing creatively and your classes and all that sort of thing. So where's the, where's the best place that they can connect with you online? The best place is I've got my, um, my page, either Jeanette Stamen, but Brushed by the Spirit um, is my business name. So my Facebook page is Brushed by the Spirit, Prophetic and Inspirational Art. And I'm on Instagram as Brush by the Spirit as well. Yeah. Awesome. And we'll put those links in the show notes so everybody can just click right on them and, and go to it. But Jeanette, thank you so much for being on today. It's been a blessing to get to share your story with, with so many around the world. Thanks. Hey, my friend, listen, I'm really excited to let you know about a special opportunity that we've not done in a long time. And it's something that I'm super excited about. It's called the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference. 
You know, when I first wrote Unlocking the Heart of the Artist, it resonated with artists around the world because so many of us were dealing with uh, what I now call subconscious obstructions, these things that get lodged inside of our heart that become a barrier or a roadblock to us walking in everything that God has for us as, as artists and as kingdom people. And unless we are able to uh, cooperate with the Holy Spirit in a real intentional way and allow him to heal those parts of us, we walk in uh, places that God never intended us for walk. We walk in struggles that God had never intended us to walk in, and we never experience the victory and the breakthrough that Jesus designed for us when he died on the cross and promised us that we live an abundant life. And so the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference is an opportunity to pull away and intentionally work through these issues in the context of a loving, safe Christian community with other artists and leaders who are on the same path to healing and wholeness that you are, who want to walk into everything that God has for them in the kingdom and walk out of all the things that have held them bound. If you've known me for very long, you know that healing the hearts of artists is really my passion. It's at the core of everything we're about and all the things that we do at our conferences and, and mentoring program and, and, and all the things that we're about. But this weekend in particular, if I could describe it in one word, I would say experiential. This is not going to be a typical talking heads conference. This is going to be an opportunity for you to hear incredibly anointed teaching that becomes a roadmap for you to do work right inside the conference, not only with between you and the Lord, but also with you and other folks that are around uh, tables that you can have meaningful discussions with, in addition to experiential opportunities to actually use art as a processing methodology uh, to be able to to process the things that God's uh, speaking to you, the things that you're letting go, the things that you're planting uh, in your heart. I'm also super excited to be welcoming uh, my friend Mark DeJesus, as well as my friend Dr. Darlene Mayo and others who will be with us to help facilitate uh, these healing encounters with the Lord. I'm going to be leading worship with some of my friends as well as teaching. It's going to be an experiential encounter with each other and with the Holy Spirit, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen, all the details are right here below at the link. You can just click that, find out when registration opens, uh, which is really soon, as well as uh, all the details about uh, the conference. Little bit of a note, uh, this is going to be not a weekend conference. It's actually going to be a Tuesday night, all day Wednesday, and Thursday through lunch. Don't freak out. That's why God made vacation time. And so we're giving you plenty of time to go ahead and plan that out so that you can get babysitters, get off work, make travel plans, all the things you need to do to make it a priority to be here for the Unlocking the Heart of the Artist Conference. I love you, my friend. If God's pulling on your heart, tugging on your heart right now to say you need to be there, do everything you can to be with us and join us for Unlocking the Heart of the Artist coming up in November 2022. All right, see you then. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.